Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. Where we continue to follow the capture and killing of Osama bin Laden now. Those are just some of the scenes overnight as thousands of Americans gathered in celebration of Osama bin Laden's death. Former Navy SEAL Rob O'Neill says he has thought about the mission every day since that May Day in 20. From multiple conversations you had with Rob O'Neill over the past year and a half, how'd you get And you described that his head kind of exploded yes. when you hit I, him. Yes, I actually hit him three times because I shot him twice when he was standing and once on the ground. That is the fucking American badass. We are not going for fame and we are not going for bravado. We are going for the single mom who dropped her kids off at elementary school on a Tuesday morning, and then 45 minutes later, she jumped to her death out of a skyscraper. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. I'm Rob O'Neill, and this is the Operator Podcast. And here we are, Wednesday, December 13th, 2023, The Operator Podcast. I'm your host, Robert J. O'Neill. I am back with video as well as audio this time because I was up in Butte, Montana last week with, with uh, my brother Tommy O, the real Tommy O, in his studio and um, had a good time with him. I realized I say the F word a lot more and the word dope a lot more than normal when I'm hanging out with my brother, but that's just fine. Back here, went, did a little traveling. I mentioned before on The Operator Podcast that... I, uh, I'm going to try to travel less, but when you go to Montana, um, that's not the case. You're going to be traveling. If you fly, there are very few direct flights. I have caught the Newark, New Jersey to Bozeman, but that's seasonal. Allegedly, there's some uh, jet blue stuff that goes on, usually into Bozeman, Montana. That's the um, where Montana State University is, and that's in and around where they filmed the show Yellowstone and... Um, 1923, 1923, is that it? Whatever, something like that. But um, that's filmed in Butte, Montana. But Bozeman's like the big one for the Yellowstone stuff. That's where uh, allegedly Rip lives and Beth. Um, but Missoula's a good place to fly into. Any of the locals, by the way, will tell you that I'm lying because Montana's not a great place to visit, but it is. Um, <laughs> it's just they, it's always been the thing where the out of staters come in. And then the two complaints that they have in Montana are that, well, there's a couple complaints, but one is that the, the property, not necessarily the property value goes up, even though I guess the value of something is, is what anyone will, will, um, will pay for it makes the value, whatever it could be worth this. It could be worth that. But if someone wants to pay more, that's just the way capitalism works. And that's how that works. But the property values up. The prices are higher in Bozeman than they are in Butte, but they're rising in Butte real estate prices, cost of food and whatnot. And that's spreading. There are secret spots in Montana. Oh, the other complaint they have is like, uh, it's generally like in Florida, the New Yorkers move there. And in Montana, the Californians move there. And that's fine, except they raise the prices. And, they, and then they bring, their, they bring their votes with them. Historically, blue states leave the blue states because of the the blue state um, tactics, the higher tactics and the uh, higher taxes and the um, crime rates go up because they are soft on crime and then they go up there and they vote. They keep voting blue. Allegedly, Montana is a, turning into a purple state. Florida, God bless them, is still red. 
But uh, that's their two complaints. But I was able to go up there. I didn't talk a lot of politics. I was actually filming a, um, a couple commercials with uh, Black Buffalo. They're just awesome. Got to hang out with the crew. Great camera crew with them. We went up to where Black Buffalo is the uh, tobacco-free dip that I love. Some is nicotine-free, obviously. This is not an ad, but 21 and up, blackbuffalo.com. It sounds like an ad. But we went up there to where it's kind of a where I grew up, uh, the stores where they sell it. Because like, like a lot of things in life, people are, are quitting some of their habits. One of them is tobacco. So I went up there, the Big M, Town Pump Food Stores, uh, the Scenery, Mile High, Mile Deep, Butte, Montana, which is a historically my uh, historically rich mining town. Historically rich. They're not currently rich, but it's a great town, great food. And I went out to the Wise River Club. Here's a place you want to check out. My buddy Tim Montana. These are not ads. This is a no-bullshit trip that I went on. Um, my buddy Tim Montana, who who's... His single devil, you know, you need to check out. Uh, it's cr- it's crushing it right now. It's an excellent song. All, I think it's all his songs are great. I was in his video for the song Hillbilly Rich, which I think is one of the best songs ever written, all the way back to JSB. And I am talking Johann Sebastian Bach, but that's that. Uh, he owns the Wise River Club with Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. And I was able to go out there and check it out, and it's just awesome. Um, big, big, um, like stage bar slash dining area with, you know, this bar obviously, but then the dining area, I had a ribeye out there. Good Lord. It was awesome. And, and raw horseradish and all the fixings. Um, but then they have on the other side, a, a no kidding dining area, like a dining room and a place that used to be an ice cream parlor. And they weren't saying whether or not they were going to keep doing that. But they're going to do something else. But a lot of the guys up there were building it up upstairs. Uh, this is what I thought was awesome. What I would dig out there is there's no cell service, but there's one of those uh, upstairs hotels like you see in Tombstone, where and it's it's set up like that. So it's like you got your room, and in your room is a bed, and uh, and a, and quiet, and maybe Wi-Fi if you need it. And then there's like a community bathroom. It's, it's not you know it's not like a it's not like coming to America, you know, don't go in the elevator. It's a death trap. Uh, you know, don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's a, it's more of a, um, uh, just a cool, quiet place. Go downstairs, chill out. Go upstairs, your room is quiet. There's not a TV in there. And out back are like, they're building up these, there's, there's uh, cabins there, a river there. And I thought that would be cool too, the river right there. So you got the, uh, the Big Hole River's near there, Wise River's there. It could be one of the, the um, outline creeks or whatever. Um, but you know that like obviously one of the one of the most healthy energizing thing you can do is an ice bath. You don't need to buy an ice bath because like just picture that man. Get out of your hotel room, put on the old flippy floppies or or your uh, your sandals or your slippers, whatever you wear, and just go sit in the river, at, you know, up to your neck for a couple minutes and start your day. That's just cool. And the no cell service. I mean, you don't quite realize how awesome it. You don't. You, I think there's a lot of a lot let, less depression without the social media in your face the whole time. But um, you know, I was able to do that. It was awesome, and uh, then eventually get back on my phone, back on uh, X, back on Instagram at Mikuya, M C H O O Y A H, and of course I checked out at the Operator Podcast. But it's always very cool to get up home. Um, pork chop sandwiches, a couple of those, uh, pasties, not pasties. Check out what a butte pasty is. Joe's pasty shop. These are not ads, but, um, 
if you get a chance to go to the Wise River Club, it's just cool. And I wanted to bounce this off of you because it's the operator podcast, meaning whatever you're doing in life is operating. What I do now, I'm not sure what the hell that is. I operate. But I want to tell you my um, points of view as a former operator and a current operator, whatever, uh, and get your opinion, again, in the comments. I do read Twitter slash X less because it's just mean. And um, Instagram's been nicer. So I will get to those, and I will respond sometimes if I can. But I, I, I uh, usually try to read all of the posts. But um, I want to find out what, what you would think of a place like that. It's just really cool to get up there. Because you got to – the point I was making about the airports is – um, you need to fly into Missoula or Bozeman because Butte's only got one airline that flies in there. I forget their name. But that's the one that gets canceled because Butte's air- airport's a little higher and it's a deep dive. And, and I don't, I'm not talking about a study section session. I'm, I'm talking about flying over the highlands, over the snow-capped peaks and down into old Burt Mooney Airport. I'd go into Bozeman. A lot more options there. And it's not It's not going to cancel is what I'm getting at. God forbid anything else, but it's not going to cancel. Or Missoula because that place is expanding too. University of Montana is in Missoula. By the way, make sure you watch the playoffs this um, Saturday. University of Montana Grizzlies are in the semifinals, the FCS series where they have a, a co- no-kidding college football where you have to win in the playoffs, not just uh, be undefeated yet not popular enough to make the top four right Florida State. Yeah, that's that's all crazy. They're going. I know they're expanding, but man, you imagine. I'm just jumping all over the place, but imagine being Florida State, going undefeated, doing everything right, and like, yeah, by the way, nah, see you next year, <laughs> beat it, try to win every game next year. Hey, you, the rest of you seniors, shove it. Um, but Missoula's getting bigger. That's University of Montana flying out of there. But then you got to drive, depending on where you go, you drive either southeast or you drive west. Find the rivers. Not three forks, but that's beautiful. Just more expensive. But the Wise River Club, look them up too on Instagram. You get a better idea of the people out there. They're awesome. Uh, Kyle Reif is out there, who is a master guitar player, but also a master at chill. That's what it's like talking to him, and it's perfect. Um, he's out there. He cooks, he cleans, he does wings, he plays guitar, he takes naps. <laughs> Wise River Club, though. That's that's my. I uh, got some free swag out there. That's what I'm rocking and rolling right now. So. Um, Montana's awesome. Had a great time. Went out to Cape Cod. We had a baby shower. And by we, I mean Jessica did. I was there, obviously showing support. But that's fun. Saw a lot of, um, a lot of her friends and family, my family, and uh, never a dull moment with the women from the greater Boston area. Lots of fun. Lots of laughs. Great people. Someone got a cake. Um, Amy got the cake, and it, um. You know, like you you bring leftovers back, like especially if the like not in my case, but in Jessica's case, if the shower or the whatever is in your honor, and you take some leftovers, you take the what I took the cake, like the rest of it. I, I didn't say, hey, let me give it, let me get a slice of this so I can bring it home. Ah, uh, you get your slice. I'm putting the rest in like a backpack. So we did that Cape Cod and uh, hanging out now. So we're uh, we're at Wednesday. Looking forward to. Uh, what we're going to do today, we'll talk politics, we'll talk uh, finances, we'll talk current events. I'm by no means a master at any of those things, but lots going on. We got the Ukraine we can talk about, uh, the money we're <laughs> shitting to them. Uh, we got uh, the stuff going on in Israel, the fundraisers for Palestinians, where that actually goes, and how naive people shouldn't be doing that, but... Uh, 
you know, with the whole Hamas thing. And unless you've been living in a cave or a Hamas tunnel, you are also aware that we are on the verge of a full-blown war. World War III, it could be, so we're looking at that. Plus, Biden's policies have left us with financial problems we haven't seen in half a century. Inflation is killing our savings, and we're looking at two possible interest rate hikes that have professionals like Warren Buffett and Jeremy Grantham, who predicted three major crashes. They got them worried. This means your savings and retirement are in serious trouble. Do not risk it. Precious metals. Secure your retirement with Allegiance Gold. Whether you prefer physical gold and silver or simply want to protect your IRA or 401k, you can trust these professionals. They are professionals and experts at Allegiance Gold. They've earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry, and their relationships are based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Just this year, central banks, sorry, just this year, central banks bought over 800 tons of gold with China leading the way. That's crazy. This is not an accident. Don't put it off any longer. Go to, here's the website you need to check out to protect your IRA or 401k, protectwiththeoperator.com. So that website is protectwiththeoperator.com, or give them a call today at 844-790-9191. You can get up to $5,000 in free silver with your qualifying purchase, 844-790-9191. Protect your future now with Allegiance Gold. That cool website is protectwiththeoperator.com. Protectwiththeoperator.com or call them, 844-790-9191. But I was able to get some travel in a couple different states, but back in studio where I'm probably going to buy another one. Get a bigger one. Get a bigger studio to have it more in-person. Maybe 2024, have some in-person interviews um, figure out how to set that studio up. It should be good. I got some, but I got some Christmas shopping done. I, you know, one gift that I got one time was a, a bread maker as a joke. Someone gave me a gift that uh, kind of like Frank the Tank in the movie Old School where he re-gifted a bread maker and it was Will Ferrell. He's like, oh, I, I think I got this for you. What, this model? No, this exact one. I hope, do you like it? I love it. Uh, but I got a bread maker once, and that's one of those things that it's when in a fix, fire and forget, put in some ingredients, and have, you know, two hours later you have banana bread because it like it it needs everything. Not doesn't need anything from you. It needs the bread for you. Makes the dough, and then it rises and it cooks it all at once. So it's pretty cool. I got that gift, and it just keeps on going and going. It gets better with age the more I learn to use it. And speaking of getting better with age and uh, gifts that you can buy, I've mentioned before American Giant. Have you checked them out yet? Their iconic um, full zip hoodie lasts for decades. American man, I love love my my hoodie from American Giant. Plus, they have uh, fleece jackets, classic T-shirts, super soft sweats, and more. They're all made in the USA. You can tell by the high quality. Everything's like that. They have a feel. It's unbelievable, hard to believe. It's like a uh, it's like a, a weighted blanket slash hug right around uh, right around your body. Uh, and this holiday season, you can get twenty percent off your first order. At American-Giant.com and make sure that you use code the operator. American-Giant.com, code the operator, 20% off. Um, like I mentioned with me, I just love the 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 health that you can tell it's just quality made, it's durable, and it's seen mine's mine just gets softer and softer. Um 
What's nice about this is you can get everything there on the website. Anybody on your on your nice list, you can find whatever they need. Even your naughty list, if you're going to get uh, something for somebody. Like you know anyone that wants a new needs a new hoodie, comfy sweats, classic tee, that full zip hoodie you can't lose. Like I mentioned, the sweats, um, the first yarn dyed uh, yarn dyed flannel made in the USA in decades. How cool is a flannel made in the USA? It's right there. Quality without question. Made in America. Every American giant piece is designed to last. No exceptions. So be a gift-giving giant. Get long-lasting wardrobe staples at. That website is American-Giant.com. Make sure you use code THEOPERATOR. 20% off your first order when you use code THEOPERATOR at American-Giant.com. Code THEOPERATOR. But as I have mentioned, uh, no expertise per se, but a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions, and a a couple uh, hundred thousand social media followers, which we would love to increase because I need more people to tell me what I should and shouldn't be saying. That'd be great. But uh, on the social media part, I did uh, send out a tweet yesterday because the president of Ukraine is on a look at me, remember me, poor me, jealous wife type uh, um, world tour, Argentina meeting the new dude there. And then coming up here, obviously, Halls of Congress. Not necessarily hat in hand because I could. I don't think he could find a, a hat to match a sweatsuit when he's meeting with uh, lawmakers, if you will call them that, in this country, and uh, you know getting up there with President Joe Biden and asking for more money. He's he's um. It's what I I mean. I'm going to read the tweet, so just bear with me. Um, feel free to talk amongst yourselves as I'm pulling up my my Twitter here on my my cellular telephone. Um, I tweeted yesterday. Defending democracy, because they're always saying, you ever notice they always say, because we're defending democracy. Meh. All right. What does that mean? Um, but this, I put out defending democracy is not done by sending your tax dollars to a non-NATO country that eliminated elections. Lovely yachts and jewelry, by the way. Um, Ukraine is not a NATO country. NATO was formed in order for the West to defend Europe against Russia. After World War II. I think I just said that. Um, <laughs> but Ukraine's not part of NATO. So they're, they're not part of the alliance or the agreement. They're just there. And it's apparently 77 years after we helped to liberate Europe. For some reason, it's still the United States' responsibility to, uh, def to defend a non-NATO country. I mean, Why? Yeah, I mean, look, yes, it's it's horrible that people are dying. And if you've noticed, people die in every single war, except for the people that are causing the wars. They're not sending their family members to fight either. There are people dying. It sucks. And Ukraine's getting blown up, and that sucks. I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know the horrors on the ground. But most people don't, because there's not a lot of press over there anymore. Same with, um, same with Gaza. They're getting their head counts from the UN, which is anti-Israel. And uh, I don't know if you've been a lot of places, especially overseas, but they lie a little bit to get their way because they know if a big dumb dumb like us will just throw money at them, they'll just lie to us. Um, but well, it's like the whole thing with um, with um, well, if if uh, if Russia takes Ukraine, then they're gonna take Belarus. Like, well, that sucks for Belarus. <laughs> it's not my problem, not your problem. That that if NATO wants to step in and stop them from taking Belarus, which they already own, Moldova, okay, <laughs> whatever. 
Um, it's not our. It's not the United States' deal. Certainly not your taxpayers' money to go over there, especially when Volodymyr Zelensky, or as I like to call him, uh, Bernie Madoff Jr., the Ponzi scheme called Ukraine. Send your money. Where does it go? I don't know. But we sent them 112 billion. I think we just rogered up 60 billion more. They're going to ask for 100 billion more next year. For what? To defend democracy. They can't define it. It's the same, it's a called it's called mission creep. Have you ever heard of that? Where you it, we did it in Afghanistan. Well, we're going to crush Al Qaeda. Okay, we did. Now what? Well, now we're going to crush the Taliban. Okay, did that. Now what? Now we're going to nation build. Okay, doing that not working. Now what? We're going to kill Bin Laden. Now we did that. Now what? Now we're going to do now. And then oh, let's get out. <laughs> what the fuck are you? Mm. She felt a little aneurysm in there. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like we're sending him money for the sake of sending him money to keep sending him money and get a load of this thing. So our President Biden was up there with President Zelensky, and they were saying, you know, defend democracy and also we need to get, we need to help secure their borders. <laughs> you ever seen our borders? See what's going on there? What uh, sixty-seven? thousand known gotaways coming over five thousand a day at the last count that's a lot of people you know a lot of people who are coming in uh into this country through our open southern border a lot of chinese military fighting age men what would i wonder why they'd be coming in to build a better life possibly enhance democracy possibly to be part of um, sleeper cells that want to help attack the infrastructure of this country for World War III, possibly. That's kind of scary, isn't it? They're coming in. We're not securing our borders, are we? You notice, too, that you'll see uh, certain—I don't—was it 170 countries? i got to look that up. It's 100-plus countries. Fighting-age males coming uh, to this country through the border. And they're like a lot of dudes from Senegal. I keep mentioning Senegal. I hear about them, and they split off. They splinter off when they get here. Um, and a lot of different people come to, to, from certain parts of the world to certain areas, which tell, you can find out which cartel is sending, is recruiting and working where, based on where they send them, because cartels own, own certain parts of our border. We certainly do not. So you'll get the, you know, the Senegalese people here and we'll get a lot of the Chinese over here and a lot of this over there because they're paying the, the, the cartels to come here. Someone's getting them here. They don't, these dudes from Africa aren't swimming across the Atlantic and then, you know, rolling up into Costa Rica. They uh, might have the right side and then uh, walking up. It's not happening. The cartels are bringing them here because they're paying them and they're coming across. And these dudes are not coming across to seek asylum. They're not. They're not coming here to avoid war. They're coming from a really shitty place. Granted, and they're coming to a place they've only seen on TV. Granted, but then they get here and it's oh wow, this is a real place. Look at that. No law enforcement. Look at that. Gun-free zones. Oh wow, I could take free stuff and not worry about it. I can murder people. That's coming. And then all you know, you got the sleeper cells, you got Iran coming in. Uh, but let's defend democracy in Ukraine. I mean, people are literally d- dipping into their savings to pay for Christmas uh, because inflation's up so much. I think I was mentioning last week how it's eleven thousand dollars more expensive to for the necessities to live in a year, which means due to taxes, you gotta get a twenty thousand dollar a year raise, which I doubt you're getting, but they're up there. Talking about defend democracy. No one even knows what that means. Seriously. And okay, so, you know, I mean, and they're like, well, what if Russia takes Poland? Well, that ain't happening. And I'm here to tell you that because Poland is a NATO ally. And Poland, unlike a lot of them, oh, they'll fight and they'll win. They have borders. They're not going to mess around with that. Poland's Poland, man. And they've seen the Russians before. 
And it's going to go better for Poland this time. If it comes to that, that's not going to come to that. Stop scaring us with that shit. And hey, Germany, pay your fair share. How about if you're speaking of fair shares? How about Germany and all the all the um, shit? You want to defend Ukraine? All the um, open border, uh, the people screaming for Sharia law everywhere. Hell, tell them to go fight in Ukraine. You win. You get what you win. Isn't that great? And then again, I mean, you can tell other than being senile. You can tell when President Biden talks that he he he's he's been in in office for so long. It seems like he's lost the ability of of, of numbers. I mean, did you see him doing his tour about well, we're building decade, and then you hear all the union guys out there clapping because their union boss tells them to clap for him because jobs, jobs, jobs. Even though they're really not working out well for the middle class. Another story, but um, he's and he just keeps out now. This time was two hundred trillion billion bazillion trillion bazillion trillion. You heard him saying that all week, and people are cheering. I wish that I was able, and I would be respectful, believe it or not. I've met Joe Biden. I would be respectful. I wish I, would, I could have a day in that press pool when you're sitting there, and uh, I could, if I would get called on, and I could say, if you get up there, trillion, 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 and my question would be, Mr. President, huh, the shit are you talking about? <sighs> but, you know, I, I, I do try to be respectful. I go on a rant once in a while. Uh, I do have fun with it most of the time. I mean, a lot of it's not cha- changing. Um, 77 years, man, World War II, wars and fear ever since. Big government, always doing stuff, always spending your money. They don't make anything in D.C. Nothing is produced there, but they got really nice buildings. It's almost depressing to know that going to D.C., which is which is a fabulous town, and I, I do love going to the Capitol. I do love going to the... To the monuments, I love seeing uh, all the history. It's cool, and I and I'm gonna. I want to go mo- do more of the like the museums and stuff too. The food's outstanding. I mean, let's get politics out of this. Uh, D.C. is a prime example of um, the be- the beauty that diversity can be as far as food. Like if you like to eat, man, there's so many cool restaurants there that. Um, it's just awesome, but then then you you know you sit back, you get a nice skyline. It went in this in like the springtime and those flowers that bloom and all that shit, and running through the monuments. It's just really cool to see DC. But then if you if you just think how those buildings all got made and and who works in them, and just the DC like the way the DCs run too is like if you let's say we go into a planning room, and uh, there's a table. And like the president usually sit, he'll sit in the middle of the end. And we know what's cool about that too. With the, I've been in a couple of different places, like the Situation Room and other shit in the Oval Office. But when there's a, a meeting, like the the president's seat is like a little bit higher. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, they've all got their own M and M's with the presidential uh, seal on them. I think I still have a bunch of those. It's really cool stuff. Um, but like there's a, there's a table, and then the people sitting at the table are like the principals, and they can they can talk, and then there's people that stand behind them, and they don't they're not allowed to say anything. And the way that it works is is I always talk about the um, unelected bureaucrats that run the three letter agencies who act, and they're not lawmakers, and they're the ones making the laws. And there's yet another group who you don't even see, and they are in the room sometimes. And and the way that they are able to work is like. The other people, because believe it or not, sometimes when there's Republicans in office, there are some Democrats in the room. Uh, sometimes when there's Democrats and there's Republicans in the room, and there can be bickering and whatever. And even you'd be surprised to see when there's an actual meeting with no cameras, the way that people talk to each other. And they're actually, I mean, a lot of these swamp creatures actually do get along, and they they, like, they go to the cocktail hours at night and all this BS. But 
then when the cameras are there, they start playing their games and run into their congressional elevators and shit like that, not saying a word and no comment. And cl- the cl- you know the thing that cracks me up is, you know, closed-door session, which I get a few, but you're not – we don't work for you. What's a closed-door session? Where we, we, Everything that the president emails should go in the archives, right? We're not – a lot of emails missing from a lot of people with different names. <laughs> you know, <laughs> President John Boner, <laughs> Dick Nixon – um, but, uh, the way, the way that it wor- works now is the people pulling the strings. I'm not going to name names cause I can't be a hundred percent sure. I'm pretty, pretty sure I know how a lot of stuff works, but the, w- when there's chaos, uh, it, it, it'll breed. But when those people come in and they're calm, the, 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 the real donors, the real banks, uh, the people that are <laughs> major shareholders of certain places, when when there's chaos going on, but someone portrays the calm, calm, calm is also very very contagious. And then all of a sudden, everybody looks to you for calm. It's the guy. It's the guy that's respected um, when a fight's breaking out, sorta. And then people know. Well, we probably should listen to him. He's he's the, like the the. I was watching a video the other day of the um, of a couple kids. They were getting ready to throw down uh, a street fight. And uh, um, an older dude from the same neighborhood, he rolls up and stops him. He's like, hey, you know, and he starts explaining to the two kids what's going on. And he's like, look at your friends over here just filming you and laughing. You think that you think they're, they have your best engine? What are you two fighting for? And they really couldn't explain it. Like, well, I can tell he's madder than you. What are you so mad about? Well, I heard he said this one. You're just defending yourself. You look like you don't want to fight. So he's the calmness that comes in. And that's with a lot of these uh, behind the scenes string pullers are doing and that's what happens in the um that's what happens in some of these backdoor meetings because i mean it is the same names that have been around forever the the, the there are people dying in office because they like to stay there there are people like elizabeth warren what's her net worth 70 something billion no i'm sorry million sorry 70 something million i want to be right about that too but you know for a lot of these people with these huge net worth with the net worth with minimal government salaries Something's going on. And it's like, it's almost to the point where are we just too lazy to ask? Because it's like, yeah, vote. All right, yeah, vote. Same people. Same people behind the curtains. Same uh, three-letter agencies. Like, with mandates. A mandate is not a law. And it's not made by lawmakers. It's made by government agencies, government bureaucrats. The EPA says the... Fuck the EPA. Get rid of them. Want to save some money? Get rid of the IRS. You know, I was listening to a damn video the other day uh, when I was driving. Like, I, uh, th- something cool about driving on a nice day down the highway without traffic and just listening to stuff, too. And I, I heard an ad. I kept hearing ads. I like I like talk radio. I just I dig it. I want to hear what other people are saying. I like to think it's sort of a way of studying. And to me, it doesn't necessarily matter what it is. You know, just try, find out who's saying what. And then, you know, where did they get their info? And then do a little research. Um, try to get the right information because, geez, nowadays, who knows who's telling the truth? (laughs) Who knows what's real? Who knows what we've been fed? Um, But one of the common, uh, it wasn't wasn't even any particular company, but they kept talking about how how taxes were their passion. And are you tired of the IRS with their thumb on your back and or whatever under their foot or blah, 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 blah. And you're, and, and I, I was just thinking to myself, and don't get me wrong. Some of the best advice I got when I got out of the Navy is uh, pay your taxes. That's like the first thing you need to do. Make sure you pay your taxes. 
Good advice. I, I think taxation is theft, but I also know from experience being in a cell sucks. So pay your taxes. But if, if, if they're talking to an audience saying, um, well, you know, if the IRS has been your problem and you will this, and then, well, if the IRS and you're having a place, I'm starting to think maybe the IRS is the problem. But then all these other things, there was one for uh, a, a moving company out of out of New York that's getting sued by the Equal Opportunity, Equal Employment Agency, something like that. Um, and it was called like Meatheads. And it's for it's people to move your furniture and you're boxed up. Movers, right? And I don't know about you, but when I hire movers, I want movers to show up. I need that couch. I need that bed. I need that... Uh, inversion table moved and I, I would like to have some strapping lads that you know either are in college or just graduated to help move it tells me it's a small business run by some you know someone that named it meatheads that he's outside the box small business employing people <clears throat> well a, a government agency it's in, definitely in California because you know the People's Republic of California is like that they're suing them because they weren't for ageism or some shit like that like uh, you didn't hire enough 40 plus year olds now I'm 47 and a half <laughs> and uh, I can't move beds the way I, I can still, I, I mean, I'll help you move, but I'll hire a mover. And I'd much rather it's like, I, hey, Rob, you're moving. Also, the Montana Grizzlies are here. Oh, cool. You know, but they're suing them for ageism because they're not hiring enough 40 year olds. However, um, nobody was denied that. A, I mean, obviously, you hire who you, you should. Well, maybe, but nobody complained. It's not like there's some 60 year old dude saying, oh, I should be moving. The grandfather clock. Um, and uh, there's no discrimination. No, there, there was no customer that was complaining. I didn't have enough um, great-grandmothers with the piano. But the, the government decided that's ageism. I mean, if that isn't some total socialist, communist, show me the man, I'll show you the crime bullshit, that's a mandate. That's not a law. You ever heard of a mandate? Sure you have. 2020, remember that shit? So these government agencies are telling you which flower you can't crap on because the damn hummingbird lives there, and then you can't do that because whatever. There's places the Navy can't train because of the frickin' sea otter or whatever. It's like, shut the fuck up. Get a real job. Get rid of some of these government. They're already collecting a government paycheck. Get, call it welfare. Kick them out of it. Get rid of it. Banish that crap. Hmm. But I have uh, lately had a tendency to question where a lot of the money is going and who's doing what. Now, can you imagine the fraud, waste, and abuse and the, the audits that aren't done? They'll be done on you, by the way. That's why I guess the advice was pay a, pay your taxes, get an attorney, and uh, try to do the right thing. Try to try to. You know what? My advice as an expert, I think, is uh, just keep your sense of humor. Um, none of us are getting out of this alive anyway. But man, some of the BS and. Um, <clears throat> And this is no BS, though. You need to stop sending money to big insurance companies, too. Speaking of wasting your money, they profit off uh, not paying your bills. Did you know that 84 million claims on Obamacare last year were denied? That's one in five claims are going to get rejected. Do you want to take that chance? Health insurance sucks. It's confusing, expensive, and it is frustrating. There is a better way. Welcome to the alternative. Crowd Health was created to get rid of the headaches of health insurance. For $175 for an individual or $575 for a family of four or more, you'll get access to a community of people who are willing to help out in the event of an emergency. 
You'll also get telemedicine visits, discounted prescriptions, and more. All this without doctors networks getting in your way. Let CrowdHealth assist you with your healthcare needs. You can get started today for just $99 per month for the first three months if you use code THEOPERATOR to get the healthcare you deserve. CrowdHealth is not insurance. Learn more at joincrowdhealth.com. That's joincrowdhealth.com. Use code THEOPERATOR. But chaos, potential chaos, and you know that is something that, the potential of fear is usually there. We have been at wars too, but the chaos is the new thing, which I, I mean, I personally think could be could be real. EMPs. Uh, there's a new movie. Uh, the Obamas, President Obama, former First Lady Michelle Obama, helped with uh, "Leave the World Behind," and I haven't seen. It. I'm going to watch it. I've been. I have been watching the chatter on social media. Obviously, the right hates it because they know what's going to happen. The left loves it because the Obamas are involved in rights being whatever. Um, this time, I think the right saying they're being racist and the left is saying, no, it's not racist. It's just proving that. I don't know. I mean, whatever marketing it is, it's kind of like when there's a fight and they promote the hell out of it. And um, you just like even the like UFC, man, the way that they even if you don't know either of the fighters, if it's uh, two dudes or two women uh, and the way they promote it, that like three minutes before the fight like okay i got the guy i want to win this fight this is cool the promotion so the promoters the promotion for this movie leave the world behind looks pretty cool man there's some good actors in it but it's about an emp electromagnetic pulse which i personally think you know be ready for that want to watch the movie but uh can you handle the truth you can't handle the truth the truth is (laughs) the clowns running this joint live for the chaos that we're talking about many of our problems could be solved overnight but they let them be because this destruction fuels them. If you can handle the truth, you need to visit my cool website, preparewithrob.com. You'll get $60 off a much-needed four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. And this is stuff you're going to need. If something goes off, if things turn off, your food kit is there. The country's largest preparedness company is My Patriot Supply. And it's your fighting chance at survival. Sealed inside rugged packaging, these delicious meals last up to 25 years and provide over 2,000 calories per day. Eat right in emergencies. If we have an emergency, you're going to want this right there in your house. You can do it with a uh, four-week food kit from My Patriot Supply. At this low price, you can get one for everyone in your family. So that website is preparewithrob.com. My Patriot Supply will take care of you. Order by 3 p.m., for free same-day shipping. Prepare right now. I'm not kidding. Even before you watch the movie at preparewithrob.com, before total chaos ensues, you will want this. And here's the new thing. Uh, driving around the Northeast. The Northeast going to get hit with this a lot. Not as quick as uh, the D.C. area because that's where the... A lot of people with their hands out and their huge net worths are the swamp creatures. Um, Speaking of impeding your freedoms, I noticed a ton of um, cameras that give you tickets for speeding. Uh, That's kind of, I think that's one of those things is bullshit. I think I'm a guy that like, well, (laughs) as someone with a, 
a few mug shots. I haven't been caught doing stuff, but uh, I think you got to get caught. That's part of the game. And then, like with TSA, like I I don't I don't dig on. I fly quite a bit. And I don't dig on the people that offer offer up st- shit for you to search. Like, oh, was I supposed to do that? No, dude, shut up. Put your st- make them catch you. Talk your way out of it. You got to take a nut cup. Take a nut cup. Get on your flight. But um, the the thing with the, the speeding tickets, the the they just see your car and it really. I don't even know if there's a grace area, but can you? Then it'll just be mailed to you. Like I don't I don't know what it is. I haven't done any research. I just saw it driving, and uh, I wonder what the the statute of limitations is if if you're doing 56 and a 55, which is bullshit. Because you know how they switch to uh, construction Jones fi- uh, fines double, um, and then there's the game with the cop. Like, or you're if you you know I got a few of those NYPD um, cards that you can eh, hey you know I know a guy that knows a guy or whatever. You should be able if you talk your way out. You know if you if, if you use the whole be good to the cop is good. This isn't even a cop. This is a robot, and you just get it in the mail. And who's you know what sucks? Who well. Who put that in? Democrats, Biden administration. Why? Well, the same bullshit that George Bush used with the Patriot Act. Your safety. So we can spy on you. So we can get... The, the, I've heard some crazy stories doing the, the limited research that I did. I didn't do as much research on this one because I'll take a, a myriad of gorgeous, gorgeously typed notes in, in that, uh, Times New Roman font. But I didn't really this time because I never follow it. But something like there was one... Uh, one camera somewhere in, in in not quite New England, but nearby, like Iowa or something like that. Or Ohio, sorry. Sorry about that, Iowa. Um, somewhere like that that made $4 million in a year, this camera. You know how many tickets that's got to be? I don't know how much the tickets are. But if you think about the people who were driving, it's not the politicians that, that signed it for your safety. It's dudes driving places, women driving places. It's not the people flying over in their jets. No, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a new tax. For your safety, though. I, I doubt let's let's look this up if you could look that up for me and and just message message me DM me or whatever the hell um, at the operator podcast and just <laughs> who's how much are they and how, you're paying them it's a, just another tax with the guise of your safety to use the fear it's, it's sorry find out how many accidents is actually saving what is the difference in speed and where does this end because AI's coming too and you got I mean you got well, they're they're reshowing videos of plagiarism, and that um, their college university president's plagiarism. Now there's AI. We don't even know who's writing what. But uh, where does this stuff end? Because they, they, okay, they got the robots on camera that are sending you tickets in the mail. You didn't even know you were getting until you have that bill that you have. What about the interest on the bill that you didn't know you had? How much more money are you funding these politicians? How much more money can they raise so they can pay their bills because they can't pay their bills because they're paying Ukraine? Does it now? At what point do they have RoboCop? Do we have that in the military? Now, who gives that robot authorization to kill lethal force? Well, I don't know. It's coming, isn't it? I hope not. But the robo tickets, that's bullshit. I mean, I'm amazed as it is watching people drive, including myself. There aren't more accidents. If you think about the shit we pull, because like think about people walking and how we bump into stuff or people looking at their phones and tripping into fountains. Um, it's, it's crazy enough that we're doing this, but now all of a sudden, imagine someone that's down there has got to text the BRB 
to someone and then they look up, there's a camera, and they jam their brakes and someone from behind. It's, I think it's more of a hindrance. It's definitely more of a hit on your wallet. Again, middle class. Thanks, Democrats. You're paying that tax. So that's that. I noticed that. That was awesome. The, the other, um, didn't notice this, but uh, um, we are opening a brewery in Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk, Virginia. Where there's big Navy base there. Right near Little Creek, lots of uh, SEAL teams. The East Coast SEAL teams are there. Near Oceana Master Jet Base, a lot of, lot of military there, a lot of cool guy pilots. Um, in, the, in that area, we're opening Armed Forces Brewing Company down there. We made it. Well, I made a headline. I wasn't involved in it, but uh, I, I did make some headlines. Because there was, I, I, I mentioned earlier, but well, I mean, it's such a diverse community because you've got the different, you know, you've got Marines there, you've got some Army there, you've got a ton of Navy there, you've got sailors and airmen, and like there's the, the different types of people in the military, like the Airedales wear the brown shoes with the, with their, the khakis and all that, or the, with the, uh, the uniform. I'm sorry, I didn't even look that up. I know they wear brown shoes or something. And then you got the Black Shoe Navy and you got the SEALs there, and then you got the pilots and then all the, the air crew and, and whatnot. And I apologize to everyone for screwing it up because I was thinking this story. And if I mention this, um, please forgive me, but there's a bar in Virginia Beach called Hot Tuna. And my first time at Hot Tuna was in the probably the spring of 1997, right after I checked into SEAL Team 2. And some of the older guys brought me to Hot Tuna on a Wednesday night. And that's the night. It was at the time to go to Hot Tuna. And it's this cool bar, and it's called Hot Tuna because it's it's a it's a restaurant, great food, seafood, drinks, bunch of people hanging out, you know, not a lot of ruckus, a whole lot of conver- conversation going on, lots of pilots, lots of seals. And I remember one time listening to one of my buddies, I think it was Charlie, and it's actually ironic, it was Charlie Herman, uh, great dude, glorious smile, and he was talking with a um, with a pilot, and I think at the time, here's how old we are. An F-14 pilot. And I heard him bullshitting at Hot Tuna, having a few cocktails or whatever. And uh, they were talking about who had the better job in the Navy. Jet pilot, Navy SEAL. And I, Charlie was trying to win. Uh, here's why it's, his name is funny, because he said, look, we both know you don't have any Tom Cruise or Val Kilmers flying in the Navy. We, as Navy SEALs, have plenty of Charlie Sheens. Looking right at you, Big Daddy. Um, but yeah, that's that, that's the atmosphere there. A lot of different places. The naval bases, amphibious bases, next there, the Annex. Allegedly, uh, Naval Special Warfare Development Group is out there. So we started Armed Forces Brewing Company, which is, we have some cool stuff as far as different branches of service, special hops, play on words there, ground pounder. Uh, Preamble's the big one. It's uh, p- very patriotic. We're working on some other things I'm not going to get into. Um, but we're opening a brewery there uh, in in uh, Norfolk, near the naval base, not near not near the um, the SEAL teams per se. But, you know, you want to get some Navy guys in there. And everyone, everyone's welcome. I, I don't know if you've ever hung out with me. You're welcome. Come over here, whatever. But I had a, a couple things on the um, the social media again. I One of them was... Uh, I didn't like, you might remember about a year ago when they were using um, um, 
drag queen, a, a drag queen, a yeoman second class drag queen on a ship as the digital ambassador for the Navy. And my view on that is, um, <laughs> I've even said if you're on, on a ship underway and a drag show helps morale and the chief's mess agree and you get you know the, the boss and the CEO to okay it, have fun, man. Go do it. Um, I don't really care. <laughs> Just enjoy you. Like I said, at an Armed Forces Brewing Company too. Come in, man. Have everyone's welcome. What I mentioned... Oh, I sorry. I mentioned that... Um, I, However, I said something along the lines of, I don't want to work with pedophiles. And I thought that's a decent stance. You know, it seems to me like that's pretty logic. But we're in a time where down is up and up is down. So a lot of people in the loud part of the community of the LGB community, not, 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 you know, gay couples themselves, but like the, the paid antagonists, the people that scream and yell, they were obviously calling me. Uh, I was saying something about the gay community. They're all, that's not, that's bullshit. You know, you, the, I don't care if there's drag shows at the brewery. I don't care. I just don't want pedophiles hanging out with kids. That's kind of what I was getting at. Thought it was fair. Um, and I also said that, um, that I didn't want the, a brand ambassador, uh, to be out there as the spokesperson for our military simply because China's watching, if that makes sense. What I said a couple of different tweets. I don't want a yeoman second class. Anyway, you know what? I don't really want a yeoman second class leading anything. <laughs> I love yeoman, and you know who I'm talking about, Seti. Completely. I have actually my service right here. Thank you. Nailed it for me all the time. Love you. Um, but as as someone that's you know forward defense, alliance, solidarity, and deterrence, China's not going to be afraid of a drag show. As fun as it might be, they're not going to be afraid of it. We need the big carriers, the fast uh, jets, the the Marine Corps, and the missiles. So I said stuff like, anyway, all of a sudden, the the spin around there with the LGB community um, was that I'm transphobic or whatever. And again, it's, you know, and I hate when they say phobic about it. I don't, I'm not afraid of you. Some of the shit's not for me, whatever. Um, but then, they, so anyway, there was a, uh, yesterday, there was a, a meeting, uh, at the city council in Norfolk and just, they were raising hell. Like I was, there were articles about me, um, just shit that happened recently, you know, before the, the, uh, Mexico treatment that I went through where, you know, I had some issues in Texas. I still can't tell you the story yet because I can't tell you the story yet, but mugshots are out. And so they're saying all this, uh, obviously the, the usual stuff, um, Racist, homophobe, Islamophobe, uh, um, what, the phobes, all this shit I was just saying a second ago. And that even, that kind of bothers me too because um, if you keep labeling people over and over, eventually the, the people are going to get tired. The normal people who aren't yelling are going to get sick of it. And it loses, it's the boy who cried wolf type thing. Like if you call every, if you call everyone a racist, what about the real racist? You know, th- th- then you're, you're just diluting that. But that was in that so that someone um, from the AP ran a story. So I'm, I'm not, I'm in, I'm not, I haven't been in Norfolk in a long, long time. I'm not in the day-to-day operations of Armed Forces Brewing Company, but I, you know, I'm involved. I've done commercials with them. I think they're awesome. I love the CEO, Alan Beal. I'll, I, you know what? I'll probably get him on next week and we'll, we'll talk about what happened. But they're just talking about how me and some other veterans involved. Um, they didn't mention uh, Brian Noblock. He's involved. Uh, they mentioned uh, McBee went down today. McTeams, he's awesome. Um, and they were just, they were kind of rude to us because of some social media stuff. 
stuff that we have said, and it's labeled everything, and then they're screaming and yelling about whatever, and the city council vote, and how we're we don't belong here in this inclusive community, and and they it's they didn't take they're not even taking the time to realize well you are welcome. Um, I just here's my thoughts, and it's it's almost it's weird to me to be in a place where people I don't even know are not even talking to me; they're just talking about me. And then it makes a couple of headlines. And then I mentioned on Twitter also that they, they say that, um, well, we reached out to Rob for comment, but he didn't, uh, he didn't respond. Well, obviously you didn't, you don't listen to the operator podcast because if you go into the comments at the operator podcast, there I am, or look up at Makuya on Twitter, there I am. I'm less likely to read the Twitter comments again, because they're mean. I don't know if, did I mention this today? But the one that cracked me up was I was, I was giving a, um, uh, uh, I did a video, but I'm on Cameo. That's another story. How about that? Just because uh, I'm having so much fun with the books I'm signing, The Operator and The Way Forward. I sign those, and and the rule is um, I'll sign anything you think of within reason. You know, I'm, But I've had some funny shit come in. I was like, you know, we should do Cameos because the gloves might just be off. Plus, it doesn't take as long to, you know, it takes a while to write out some of this crazy, crazy stuff that some of you come up with. Very creative. I'm actually impressed with a lot of people. Um, I thought a cameo would be cool. We're trying that holiday season. You know, I'm there. It's on my uh, link tree, link in bio. But uh, that's there. Um, oh, uh, what was I saying? I was saying that I made the video for cameo. And on my video, when I'm outside, uh, somebody responded. There was a thing that came up that said, this is from an account that you've muted, which cracks me up too, because people don't even, I don't block you. I mute you. And your seven followers, so that you can scream and yell all you want, and the only person here hears you is mom upstairs because she lets you live in her house because you're a winner. But um, some dude said because uh, I'm like giving a video checking checking six, and uh, this dude goes, "What are you looking around for, moron?" I'm, and I was thinking, well, you ever seen the video of the um, the dudes that are looking at their phone while they're filling up their gas tank and they get carjacked because they're not paying attention. That's what I'm looking for. You ain't going to get me doing that shit. Did you see the video of the, the people? <laughs> I just watched a, I watched a funny video last... I watched a tragic video last night um, on Fox News. They were saying that there's a group, I guess, up in Seattle that's driving around and running over pedestrians, and that's tragic. Um, but you not looking around is assuming someone's going to be nice to you. You're being you're assuming the wolf's not coming for you. Look around. There's nothing wrong with looking around. There's nothing wrong with not staring at your phone. Situational awareness. That's what I anyway for the if the guys listening to me call me a moron, that's what I was doing. I was looking around. So, that's that. But that Twitter's fun. Um I'm going to get Alan Beal on now that we talk about it next week. Um Oh, but the thing that cracked me up is didn't crack me up. But uh, there's a guy. I, um, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna call him out. But there's a kick-ass reporter. Kick-ass reporter. He's been there for a while. Um, he's not one of the. He's not one of the um, hosts. He's actual an actual reporter. Does some stuff. Does his piece, and then he speaks. But he was. What they were saying was uh, hit that bitch, and he he didn't want to say that. So he said. So what they were saying was hit that b rhymes with itch, and I was like, you just sort of said bitch. On Fox News, so that was cool. Um, but we, they did have the vote last night. City Council, the loudmouths were running around yelling and screaming, and that's what they do, man. They just people just just yell, 
and they scream. And if you've noticed, they it, when you apologize, they just get louder and louder and louder. When there is when there when, when there's a sense of weakness, there is no respect. That's when the bullies show up, and they're just a lot of these people. You shouldn't apologize to them anyway. You don't need to change your view just because they're loud. Here's the thing. I just like to tell. I'll tell you the truth. Or sorry, not even necessarily the truth. I'll tell you what I think, and then you can retort. Because if you if you hold on to the truth, you will have a conversation. If you're lying, maybe you're screaming. If you're lying, maybe you're that big blue haired hundred pound hundred twenty pound baby. Just got to scream. Man, there's some weird shit out there. But uh, yeah, um, I'm not apologizing for anything I say. If you need to know my stance, here it is. Um, I don't think that it should be your sex um, based on how we perceive our strength as a nation. Sex has nothing to do with it. I don't give a shit what you're doing. You know, keep it behind closed doors. I don't care. But we don't need to promote that as the, the you know, I get they're trying to um, get a younger crowd. I don't know. I don't know. I talked to some high school students uh, in Butte, Montana last week, and it was awesome. I'm encouraged by the sort of by the way they're thinking, but there's a lot of a uh, de-indoctrinating to do. But people, I think people are seeing that. But so one, um, your stance should be that, and the military should be to kick your ass when we need to. A deterrent. If when the when the calm guy we mentioned earlier comes in the room, you shut the hell up. When our president comes in the room, he has the seat in the middle. He knows what he's talking. <laughs> He knows what he's talking about, so we got to get back to that. Um, I don't, you know, there's there's certain places where sexuality doesn't belong. I'm not going to change that. I'm not going to apologize. And at Armed Forces Brewing Company, when we open in Norfolk, because we did win the vote seven to one last night, everyone's welcome. Let's have a blast. So that's what we're that, that's what we're saying. So you know, check your six, keep your head on a swivel, don't get hit by a biatch, and you're never out of the fight.